Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be gotten from Genesis 11 and Genesis 12. And our memory verse gotten from Genesis 11 verse 6. The Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. Now, the old heart had one language and one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shina, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and break them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. This is something my mommy always says to me, that no matter what you want to do, as long as you put your mind to it, you will get it done. It is literally the power of the mind that God has given to us. This is why God said in verse 6 that indeed the people are one. Once everybody has decided to have one mind and decided to make and attain one goal, nothing would stop them. And this is why God decided that rather than define the process that he had already made and destroying the power that he had already given to our mind, instead, he would scatter their language. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. In the advent of you know, different language, everybody begins to sense different things and everybody begins to misunderstand themselves. So that means that there won't be unity anymore because nobody really understands themselves. When someone is saying something good, you might think they're saying something bad, right? If someone is saying something bad, they might think they're saying something good. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city therefore its name is called babel because there the lord confused the language of all the earth and from there the lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth this is the genealogy of shem the remaining verses of this chapter tells us about the genealogy of shem down to terah abram's father now terah lived 70 years and begot abram nahor and haran this is a genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abraham, Nao, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father, Terah, in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldeans. Then Abraham and Nao took wives. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarai. And the name of Nao's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. Let it be known that Nahor did not marry his brother's daughter. That was a different Aaron. And Terah took his son, Abraham, and his grandson, Lot, which was the son of Aaron, 
and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abraham's wife, and they went out with them from all other Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. And they came to Aran and dwelt there. So they mentioned three Aran here. One Aran was the brother of Abraham. The second Aran was the father of Milcah. And the third Aran is the land where they went to. So the days of Terah were 205 years. And Terah died in Haran. We move on to Genesis 12. Now, the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So, Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Aaron. I want us to notice the instructions that God gave Abraham. Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Abraham was not supposed to take Lot with him. And we'll end up seeing in the continuous chapters what Abraham suffered and what he went through with him taking Lot. But that was really, really subtle in all the chapters. So I just thought to mention. Then Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. Abraham passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the Terebin tree of Mori. And the Canaanites were then in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel. And he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. So Abraham joined going on still towards the south. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to dwell there, for the famine was severe in the land. And it came to pass, when he was close to entering Egypt, that he said to Sarah his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen, when the Egyptians see you, that they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please, say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake and that I may live because of you. So it was, when Abraham came into Egypt, that the Egyptians saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. The princes of Pharaoh also saw her and commended her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abraham well for her sake. He had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female servants, female donkeys and camels. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. 
Quite frankly, I don't know what to think about this particular chapter, but let's go back and see what we can pick from it. Sarah was a pretty woman, and I believe that Abraham predicted right, which is why when they got into the land of Egypt, Sarah got the attention of the Egyptians, and most importantly, Pharaoh. Mm, okay. I truly wonder how pretty Sarah was. Abraham predicted good. But something I've learned over time is when God sends you a message or when God tells you to go somewhere, He promises to always be with you. And that means that you can always go to Him and ask, God, you're the one that sends me. We know these people. Don't let them kill me. Don't let them take my wife from me. He could have literally done that, but He decided that they would lie. I want to believe Abraham had something to take from Egypt or he had something to do in Egypt, but he missed that because of that simple life that they made. Nevertheless, God didn't count it as too much for them, which is why he plagued Pharaoh before he could take Sarah as his wife. Many people won't get that same chance and they'll miss the assignment in which God has sent them to do. I truly hope we can learn from this. And definitely, Pharaoh checked and asked the sorcerers that what was the cause of his plague and why was his family suffering so much. And they told him, if you don't go carry somebody else's wife, better drop her. And you know, and this is how we into this Bible study. I hope you guys have a great day filled with inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you, and Jesus loves you even more.